0: This is the Coach's Wife Life Podcast, where Kristen Urgel, a longtime TV sports reporter and college football coach's wife, goes one-on-one with her fellow coaches' wives. We'll uncover the stories of the strong women who are the backbone of college athletics and athletics of all levels. And now, Coach's Wife Life. I'm excited to have Erin Stoops on with us today. Erin is the wife of Mike Stoops. Welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be a part of this. Mike Stoops has had a tremendously successful career, most recently a defensive coordinator to Oklahoma. Prior to that, head coach at Arizona. You know, when you hear the success that he's had, when I just say these words to you, Power Five conferences, what runs through your head?
1: Well, you know, there's not a lot of coaches um, out there with Mike's resume. I know it's um, he's had over 25 years of coaching experience, and maybe only three of those years were considered Losing seasons so that's something that um, speaks volumes to me because it's not easy to do um, but at the same time I'm not surprised because I know the type of person Mike is and he's always striving for greatness um, one of the hard parts about it is it's hard to stay at the top staying at the top is is the difficult part um, so at the end of the day I'm, I'm super proud of him and Super proud to be his wife. He's made a lot of people successful too, and I think that's probably what is the most rewarding part about, you know, his resume is that he didn't do this on his own, and he's, you know, he's been able to um, coach at these Power Five schools with one of his one of his brothers, um, whether it be Bob or Mark at Arizona, and that's that's totally special. That, um, you know. Not only does he have this great career,
0: but he's had his family with him
1: in the moment, too.
0: This is kind of a big question, but, you know, for all of us on the outsiders kind of looking in, uh, we can point to stats and things and how they relate to players. But from an insider's perspective, what do you think has enabled the Stoops family to have so much success?
1: Well, I definitely think that, you know, their success has been instilled in them from their late father, Ron, um, and all the coaches that they've been able to work with along the way. Um, That being said, a lot of success also comes from the players that they've recruited and the relationships that they've built with those players. Um, It takes a collective group of people all working together towards the same goal to be successful, and that's the bottom line. And it starts at the top. You have to be a great leader to produce um, results. and. Um, other great leaders. And that's exactly the type of people that the Stoopses are. They are natural born leaders and they strive for greatness and perfection and um, they're competitors. And they have that, they just have that in them. And it all started with their, their father and, and their mom too, because she's provided a softer side.
0: Walk me through kind of a week's schedule for in Oklahoma or in a power five, what does a normal week look like in season?
1: Starting on Sunday, you're going to go in and wake up Sunday morning. Um, sometimes we'll have, we, we we would have recruits. So um, we'd have to do a breakfast with the recruits and then use the afternoon from about noon to six thirty or 7 PM. And that's when the coaches will go to the office and watch film and meet with the players and whatnot. And then Monday, um, I can only speak for Mike. I know he was waking up 5.30, 6 in the morning and headed to the office. Um, he's pretty a routine person. So um, he would be at the office by 6 a.m. and be home at night for around 9, 9 p.m., um, sometimes later than that, too. Um, and it all kind of depends on – Um, your recruiting situation because a lot of people don't know that the coaches are not only game planning during the season, but they're also working on recruiting and they're watching films and meeting with people. I mean, there's just so much that goes into game prep that the general public, most of the general public has no idea. And um, uh, I know that um, for at Oklahoma, it was a pretty inclusive family environment. So, you know, we could go up there if we ever wanted to. I personally didn't all the time um, just because, you know, I don't want there to be any distractions and I want my husband to win. Um, so I don't want to provide any distraction for him, but um, we would go up occasionally on a Wednesday night and have dinner as a family. In the summer they're, they're recruiting. They they maybe get a couple of weeks off uh, in the summertime to maybe take a vacation, but. You know, even when you're on vacation, you're not really on vacation. You're still working.
0: They really are. Working. They're always getting a text message or something for sure. And then they're, they're yeah. hosting camps or they're attending camps in the summer as well. Oh yeah.
1: The camps, months. yeah. The camps, they got to go to all the camps and you know, they have to do those things to be able to keep up with this crazy life and coaching. If you don't keep up with things, you immediately fall behind. And if you're already at the top, like Oklahoma, or some of these other
0: big schools, you have to figure out ways to stay at the top and beat the competitor. So what are holidays like? Are there some competitive games between your husband, his older brother, Bob, and younger brother, Mark, the head coach at Kentucky? You know, holidays um, are typically
1: spent either preparing for a bowl game or at a bowl game. I remember several times where we've had to pack up a Christmas tree and have it sent to a hotel so we can, you know, have some sort of Christmas experience with our immediate family during a bowl game. Um, So we don't spend a lot of um, holiday time with the entire Stoops family. Something that we do look forward to every year is our annual 4th of July trip to Destin. Um, It gives all of us a chance to spend an entire week together and um, decompress and just enjoy each other's company and catch up on life. So there's not really any competitiveness between the brothers per se, but we do have this ongoing game called Outlaws versus the OGs. Nice. The OGs being anyone anyone immediate that's an immediate stoop with the stoop's blood. So it's fun. It's definitely competitive. The wives like to show our Competitive side and win too, so it, it can be an interesting time.
0: So, have the outlaws ever won? Oh, they've won a couple times, but we always do a rematch. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> <always> a
1: rematch.
0: <laughs> what types of things do y'all compete against each other? Some beach games and stuff, things you play on the beach, frisbee, oh, or
1: yeah, we'll uh, we'll do some beach games. We've done um, obstacle courses on the beach, and we've taken those those games up to the house and we'll play cards um I mean anytime there's a game going really doesn't matter what it is it usually is a competition outlaws versus the OGs so
0: I love it that's awesome now did you grow up in Oklahoma I did
1: I grew up in Oklahoma City I went to Putnam City North um which is Sam Bradford's alma mater um however I'm a lot older than him (laughs) um (laughs) I also I also played softball in Oklahoma City at um, Southern Nazarene University. So um, I grew up, you know, playing competitive sports. My father coached my softball teams, um, and we we found ourselves every summer traveling playing softball. And so that's really helped me be able to relate um, with Mike and his position as a coach.
0: Now, how did you guys meet?
1: Mike and I met, uh, it's kind of a funny story. Um, I worked in HR for 10 years prior to meeting Mike, and I was um, at a work event one night, um, and me and some colleagues decided to go out and um, grab a bite to eat, and I saw this man sitting across the room. Um, We wanted to have our pictures taken, so he didn't look like he was up to anything, So I asked him if he would take our picture, and he turned around and looked at me like, are you crazy? (laughs) And I thought he kind of got a little attitude with me, so I kind of snipped back and asked him if he would just take our picture. And I went and sat back down, and um, one of my other colleagues said, I cannot believe you just asked Mike Stoops to take your picture. And I was like, what? Who? And, And he goes, Mike Stoops, Bob's brother? And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh! He was like, "Yeah, he's probably used to having his picture taken, not being the one taking the picture." So I immediately went back over to him and I apologized. I, you know, I did not. I had no idea who he was. I just thought he kind of had an attitude with me. And uh, (laughs) later that night, I got home and my phone rang, and I saw this number pop up on my phone, and so I answered it because it was late, Um, and it was Mike. And he wanted to know if I would be interested in going to dinner with him. And I said, yes, but how did you get my phone number? And he said, well, you asked me to take your picture. So I used your phone and I called mine.
0: Unbelievable.
1: <laughs> I was like, wow, that deserves dinner. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is unbelievable. And then it just
1: went from there.
0: It just went from there. <laughs> and that is so cool. What a story. Um <laughs> That's awesome. So what's been the most surprising thing for you about the life of a coach's wife? The recruiting process,
1: um, and being involved in that and how coaches wives do have an impact on players. Um, for me, especially, I mean, for me personally, um, your players become a part of your family when you become a coach's wife That's true. and you see the recruiting process and you, you have to partake in that. I mean, just, you have to be real and, um, and players moms want to see what we're like and if we can take care of their babies. And and that's the way I look at it. I always put myself in their shoes. Um, so that's probably the most surprising thing is, um, you know, how they become your family
0: mm-hmm. and how,
1: you don't really think about that going into it, but then um, they do become your boys and um, you become protective of them and you want what's best for them too. You have
0: that, that motherly instinct immediately kicks in. It's very true. Uh, with the long hours, you know, our husband spend away. What are some things that you find fulfilling while he spends so much time recruiting and game planning?
1: I'm not going to lie. There's times where when he is, when he's away recruiting, um, Sometimes it is nice to be able to kind of decompress from uh, the crazy, you know, chaos around you being a coach's wife. So sometimes it's nice to have that quiet house alone time. Um, But also at the same time, I love being able to keep up with, you know, the daily duties of a house and, you know, projects around the house. Um, I, I, I do like to spend time with catching up on those little projects here and there around the house cooking making sure my child is taken care of and I'm spending quality time with him
0: and school and um, his sport activities too as a mom you just mentioned it what are a handful of things you've learned to do to just juggle the demands of doing you know most things alone I mean then there's a ton of responsibilities with you know what he does on a daily basis how do you juggle all that
1: Well, yeah, it's not really that new to me. Um, Prior to being married to Mike, I was a single working mother. And um, so I had to learn how to do a lot of that kind of stuff before Mike. And um, it it takes a lot of prioritizing, um, keeping a calendar. Um, communication. And, you know, sometimes you have to be flexible. Sometimes you can't get everything done and just, you have to be okay with that.
0: You talked about being a single mom and now in the spotlight with Mike's career. Has that been a transition? It's definitely been a transition. I've embraced it.
1: And I think that's what I try to do with every situation, including being a single mom. Um, You just have to roll with the punches. And um, the good thing is I've had, you know, great people around me and support and and my son has
0: absolutely you know loved being a part of all of this too do you have a mentor in this business that has helped you manage and navigate the life of a coach's wife
1: oh I have a few um, first of all Carol stoops my sister-in-law has been absolutely my go-to person she's she's a leader she's an amazing woman um, and I know that if I ever need anything but She's always going to be there for me um, no matter what it is in life or in football. And same with my other sister, Chantel. Um, We have great relationships. Um, I have great relationships with Mike's sisters who have been around it their whole lives too. And his mom. Um, And we all keep in touch and we're all very transparent and
0: um, we just have a great relationship. What are some of the things you enjoy most about being a coach's wife?
1: I enjoy being a part of a special group of women that um, I'm given an
0: opportunity to
1: empower and lead. I feel like I am a natural born leader and, um, and we are among a special group of women and we all need each other in some way, shape or form. We're all different in our own ways, but we can all offer something to each other. And I love being able to do that. But I also love being Mike's
0: wife you've been in some pretty special stadiums being Mike Stoops' wife. So what's been the best atmosphere you've witnessed? I'm going to say, first of all, the best atmosphere is always a winning atmosphere. Um,
1: However, if I had to choose, I would say probably it would be between um, winning at Tennessee, which was just an amazing atmosphere and their fan base was so great to us. Um, that was such a game for us to win.
0: It was a nail-biter. And then the atmosphere at Ohio State was great, too. Uh, one of the hardest things about this industry is that everything is national news, from coaching changes. You know, what people can forget is that we're real people. What do you say to Mike after a tough day at the office?
1: Well, um, Mike's really been good about, he, he really leaves his emotion um, on the field or at the office there are times where, you know, we're all human and, um, he's my best friend, so he will come home and I will ask questions. I'm, I'm definitely the type of person that addresses the elephant in the room. I don't want my husband to internalize things. So I'm I'm always going to ask him if he's doing okay or, um, and just kind of read his personality. And that's kind of how, that's my cue as to how I need to, um, treat him. I'm definitely not one that, um, throws a pity party and I'm not going to partake in a pity party and he's not the type of person to do that anyway so there's times where we'll talk about what happened in a game and I'll try to give him the best you know at the end of the day I always remind him and which he doesn't really need the reminder but I always like to remind him uh you know what you're capable of you know who
0: you are and just continue to be that person that's wisdom You know, when Mike was let go from Oklahoma, he released a statement My family and I will forever be grateful for these opportunities and memories. We believe this is part of God's plan and look forward to new beginnings. That's rarely done for a coach to express their gratitude and support of a program. It just blew me away. What do you think led him to do that?
1: Well, the fact that he's a leader. I think that um, leaders, you know, not everybody is a leader. And I think that shows you where his heart is. He said that from his heart and I'm not at all surprised that he did that because a lot of great things have, you know, a lot of doors have opened for him from Oklahoma and, um, you know, a lot of time has been invested in the program and the players and getting fired during the middle of the season is, um, gosh, very difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, ultimately he took one for his team and he took responsibility, um, on who he is. And he, he didn't point a finger at anybody. Um, and I think that just speaks volumes as to who he is and his faith in God. And, you know, we're just, we just, we, we know that everything does happen for a reason. That's, that's what keeps us moving forward because we know that God has the wheel.
0: What have you found to be some of the most rewarding things about this very unique life we live? I think it's just been a privilege to be in a
1: position to where you can influence other wives and and players. Um, You build everlasting relationships with other coaches and wives. And, um, you know, most importantly, it's rewarding to know that your faith in God becomes a lot stronger um, Mm. because you just never know what's going to happen. We know that, we know that the tools are all there and, and I know that, you know, our coaches work hard to give the players the tools to win.
0: Um, But you got to have that faith in God too. It sounds like that's a source of strength for you, your relationship with the Lord. Absolutely. Okay. We have some fast five questions for you. You ready? All right. Okay. These are fun. So what is something people would be surprised to know about you? I played college softball. Who are the last three people you have called? Uh, Okay. Mike, my sister, Shannon, and my mom. If you could spend a day alone with Mike, where would that be?
1: Oh hands down, Las Vegas. What's your favorite fast food restaurant?
0: Taco Bueno.
1: What's your favorite TV show? I'm either watching Fox News or ESPN. I do like The Real Housewives. I haven't told anyone that. (laughs) You just did. (laughs) I feel like I am a Real Housewife sometimes. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Okay, thank you so much, Erin, for sharing your stories. You've you provide a lot of insight for us. I really appreciate it. You are so welcome.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Make sure to subscribe to the Coach's Wife Life podcast. And for a replay of this episode or previous episodes, visit coacheswifelife.org and follow us on social media at Coach's Wife Life.